Girl Dad Nation is made possible by the generous support of our listeners and my wife, executive producer of my daughters and this podcast. When we talked about lights, camera, and you usually say action, and she said, no, lights, camera, daddying. Welcome to Girl Dad Nation. I am joined again by Alan Shedlin, and we had a great interview last year about his daddying film festival and forum. And I, I was lucky enough to be selected uh, to to be have my film in the festival. I, I've got a lot going on, but I really hope uh, to get another film in this year's festival. But it's great to have Alan back with me to talk about all the exciting things happening in 2024. So Alan, uh, welcome back to Girl Dad Nation. Uh, it's it's great to see you again. <laughs> great to chat with you, and I'm I'm really excited to tell our audience just about this year's festival, which celebrates fatherhood. Thank you, Matt. And it's always great to talk to another dad of three daughters. Um, yeah, <laughs> we just chatted a little bit before we were on the air. So I do have three daughters. I also have three granddaughters uh, and two grandsons. Um, so the Daddying Film Festival is really unlike any other film festival that exists. And there are 3,000 of them, actually, uh, annually, and it probably will continue to grow uh, because it's the first and only film festival focused exclusively uh, on promoting the importance of positive dad involvement, uh, positive for kids and for families. Um, it's also different because our metric of success is not how many films we've shown over how many days and how many different venues. Most film festivals tend to use that. We showed 150 films over, you know, three weeks in, uh, 76 different venues. That's not our goal. Um, actually our film festival, this is year three. Um, the first year was only virtual. Uh, last year, we had a live component, which we did um, back-to-back in Santa Fe and in Albuquerque. Uh, this year, we were invited to bring the festival to Pennsylvania. And so for us, there is a wonderful feeling about going and making May 17, changing the city of brotherly love to the city of fatherly love um and it will be it's a half day live forum and it will be as noted in in philadelphia so instead of uh having going back to where there were founding fathers we call them the founding daddies uh instead and if you get a chance to uh, look at the website you'll see that we have kind of awesome portraits of uh, Washington, Franklin, and Adams wearing their babies in baby carriers. So we've changed them from the founding fathers to the founding daddies. And what we do in in the half day is we'll show the uh, four winning films uh, done by kids, that also makes us a very unique film festival. 
what happens is that children, um, elementary school, middle school, high school, and undergraduate college submit videos up to five minutes, up to 10 minutes long. And when they arrive, they are screened by other children of similar ages uh, who we have trained to judge the film. So there is a protocol uh, with, which they look at. And when they've narrowed it down to 10 semifinalists in each of those groups, those films get sent to professionals in the entertainment field and the education field. And they are narrowed down to five finalists. And those five finalists are then put on, uh, each finalist, by the way, earns $250. And then those five finalists are put online for a week and the public gets to vote. And the winner uh, receive, earns another $250 and not an Oscar, not a Golden Globe, not an Emmy. They earn an Atticus Award. And the Atticus Award is named after Atticus Finch. Uh, in the movie and the, and the uh, book, To Kill a Mockingbird, he is generally thought of as the best portrayal of a father figure in literature or the movies. And they received a statue with two mockingbirds, uh, a daddy mockingbird and a baby mockingbird, uh, top of pedestal, which we make. Uh, last year in year two, we were pretty shocked to receive films from 21 different countries. Um, and the themes this year are a letter to my father, the most joyful or fun thing I ever did with my father or wish I could do with my father. If I could make one wish come true for my dad, my daddy dream which refers to the most positive relationship I could imagine having. And the fifth one, which is sponsored actually by a wonderful international organization called Equimundo. And it is uh, the fifth category is men caring. And so we've received a couple of films that would fit that category. Um, one in particular I'm thinking of is a man who is taking care of his elderly father. So it's showing men in a caring uh, relationship. So what we do with the forum is we show the winning films, and then we break into small discussion groups with kids and adults to talk about the important themes that came up in the, the winning videos. And so what that goes back to, Matt, is the original concept for the film festival, which happened 20 years ago. So I'm a little bit slow in getting moving here. But uh, 20 years ago, I saw an extraordinarily uh, brilliant documentary called My Architect, A Son's Journey. And in 2003, it was one of the three nominees for Best Documentary uh, up for an Academy Award. It didn't win, um, but it was one of the three um, finalists. And what that film showed was a son, my architect, a son's journey. The son is Nathaniel Kahn, who didn't know much about his famous architect father, um, Louis Kahn. And he decided to find out about his father 
by studying his architecture and talking to the people who had um, given him the opportunity to build. Um, and he found out some amazing things. I won't spoil it, but I highly recommend anybody watching this movie. And when I was watching the movie, I cried through at least half of it. And one of the feelings I had when I was done watching was that I wish my father had been sitting next to me watching the movie because we could have talked about issues that came up in the movie, which would we would have had a very difficult time bringing up spontaneously. And so that's where the idea come, came from of using film as a catalyst for getting into important uh, discussions. So that's what the film festival is about. It's really important uh, to emphasize two things. One is that when we talk about dads, and as you may remember, I make a distinction between daddying and fathering, fathering being a one-time biological act requiring zero commitment, just a shot of DNA. Uh, daddying is when nurturing and fatherhood intersect, and that's a lifelong process. Um, so we make sure that we talk about fathers and father figures. And so that films, and the second thing really important to know is that last year, we opened up submissions to fathers and father figures, as well as independent filmmakers. And we ended up actually receiving more films from fathers, father figures, and independent filmmakers, including women. Um, we had about an equal number that came in from women last year. And so we would encourage anybody to submit films. Um, the regular deadline for submission is coming up very soon. It's March 4th. We've uh, The late deadline is March 25th. So it's still more than a month uh, to go. Plenty of time to do a one to 10 minute video. No excuses about not having a video camera because everybody has a production studio in their pocket called a smartphone, looks like this. Um, and everybody is getting pretty adept with TikTok. So you've probably already created stuff. So we'd love to have people uh, submit their films. It's really very exciting. Hey, I just want to take a quick moment to invite you to join the nation as a monthly supporter. For as little as $3 a month, you can help us continue making great content celebrating dads and daughters. Simply click support the show in the episode description and become a partner in this mission of fathering future leaders. Thank you. Now back to the show. Yeah, well, I, I was just blessed with the honor to make something last year. And I, I was similar to a lot of people where I was like, how am I going to find the time? Uh, even though I actually work in production and have access to high-end video equipment, I had all of these videos that I already shot with my kids <laughs> on my iPhone. And so I just crafted a little bit of a narrative. Uh, my film last year was just 90 seconds. Um, it was just a love letter to my daughters and using iPhone footage that I had um, just to tell them uh, the story that 
Daddy Loves Them. And uh, my film last year was Love Grows Here, just about how our family's growing, how my oldest came into our lives, completely changed just my whole reality for the better. But then with each each other daughter, um, just the love just continued to grow. And so I'd encourage everyone, like Alan said, to submit something, um, even just for the creative challenge of getting out and and trying to tell the message of what uh, your kids mean to you, what your dad means to you, um, what just uh, daddying in general means. Um, I think it's a beautiful thing. Uh, one of my other podcast guests, he reached out to me and he's a TikTok creator. And he was like, hey, I heard about the festival and I'm going to submit something this year. So I'm, I'm super excited to have him uh, part of this festival for this year. And uh, I remember last year too, there was a component where people could view the films online, since I know sometimes it's hard to travel, um, but it was great to have the opportunity to have my film even online to show friends and family. Um, is there going to be an online viewing component? Yes, there is. And people can actually see your film and uh, the others from last year and the year before. Uh, if they go to the uh, Daddying, it's www.daddyingfilmfest.com and go to the link that says archives and you will see the films. Um, not sure all of, we don't have space for all of the films that was submitted, like from the 21 uh, different countries, but surely the winning films are there. We also um, last year opened it up to full-length features, and the uh, film was absolutely enchanting, uh, that one by a dad in L.A., um, and the film was called Dancing Dads. Uh, I urge you to see that film. It's a little over an hour long, and basically it documents a group of dads whose father, uh, whose daughters are in a dance program at a dance studio in LA. And every year the fathers get together to learn a routine and perform it for a fundraiser. And so it documents the six weeks of the dads learning, you know, showing their vulnerability, how much they love their daughters, that they'll show their vulnerability and how spastic some of them are, like I would be. Uh, in in dancing, and after they just just before they perform for a fundraising purpose, um, they called the daughters in to learn the same routine that it took the dad six weeks to learn on weekends. The daughters learn it in twelve minutes, so wow. that that alone is pretty humiliating uh, <laughs> for the dads. But it's a beautiful film because it does show you know, dad's willingness to do that kind of thing, but also it shows what it meant to the daughters that the yeah. dad's willing to do it. It's a wonderful, wonderful uh, film called Dancing Dads. Um, so make sure to check that out. I'm really looking forward, Matt, to seeing what your buddy who does TikTok stuff uh, submits this year. I don't think we've received it yet. Okay. Yeah. His channel is Brendan and Ellie, I believe. And I think he started it when he had just his one daughter kind of during lockdown <laughs> and uh, just, yeah, his new experience as a dad. So 
Um, I'm, I'm excited to see what he comes up with. He, he has a lot of really heartfelt things. Um, and yeah, I'm sure that it's, it's going to be great. Yeah. If you couldn't send me a link, that would be fabulous or have him send me a link. That would be wonderful. But, you know, I'm, I'm curious when you talked about your own experience as a dad and when, uh, Katie come, uh, Kaylee came along first, um, yeah. And I'm remembering with my youngest daughter, who has three children, and when she was pregnant with the third child, uh, she said to me, Dad, I'm really worried. And I said, what are you worried about, sweetie? And she said, I'm worried that I don't have enough love left over for a third child. So I looked at her and I said, Christina, what number are you? And she said, a third. And I said, do you have a feeling your dad and your mom didn't have enough love left over for you? And she said, no. I said, well, you will learn, as I'm sure you have, Matt, and will continue to, that our hearts have the ability to expand just as much as they need to. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so... And now I now I'm experiencing it as a grandfather uh, as well, and is the same is true. Plus, I have a little more time, um, or at least I did before yeah. starting the film festival. Not not quite as yeah. much as I did before that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's totally true. That our hearts expand, and. Like when I, when my first came along, I was like, I was like, oh, I will never love someone so much as this. <laughs> uh, and then when I had my second, like the same emotions came over me. And, and then with my third, it's like, yeah, as any parent knows, like you love each of your kids and, and you love them maybe in different ways and you have a unique relationship with them. And I think that is also really beautiful. Um, and you notice the differences and similarities, but, but your love again, expands to fill. And and that was the thesis really of my film last year, Love Grows Here, is that I wanted to tell my oldest daughter and, and then all my daughters that like our our family is growing, but our love is also growing. And and there's enough love to grow go around. And it's super sweet now to see the way that they love each other. And I think that's one of the best blessings um, I've noticed with having multiple kids and and seeing the ways that the sisters interact together is is their capacity to love is stretched. <laughs> and, and I think that's really beautiful. It is beautiful. I'm sure it's not every moment of every day. Being the oh, sure. <laughs> myself, um, yeah, uh, but it's definitely so, and and that's a great, great joy is to be able to observe that kind of thing. Is is when siblings love each other and take care of each other and are there uh, f- for each other. You know, I had a really interesting experience with my oldest granddaughter uh, when her sister came along when she was about three, a little bit younger than three. And uh, I took her, uh, I I was there, and I took her to the hospital to meet her sister. And we left the hospital, and the next day the sister came home. And the following morning, uh, ACH, not quite three, uh, came into my room crestfallen. Um, and she looked at me and she said, Gramsci, Jesse's still here thinking she had only come to visit overnight. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> devastated that her sister was there to stay, which is a typical and, you know, not unusual reaction for two and a half or three-year-old. It looks like you have about two years between uh, Kaylee and Nora. So, mm -hmm. you know, Kaylee had two years all to herself. And suddenly That's true, yeah. she ain't the only one anymore. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, but what I said to Casey, and Casey is will be 27 in April, and we still talk about this. Uh, as I said, she's a clinical social worker, so she has a different kind of worldview and understanding and maturity. But what I said to her is, Casey, you will always be my first grandchild. And somehow that was really helpful for her to hear. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So anyway, enjoy the adventure. Yeah, that's really I, sweet. I, or, <laughs> yeah, I, you are. So I encourage everybody to send their films in. Um, it's it's a real adventure, and it's really fun for me. You may remember I'm an educator by background. So mm -hmm. again, as a special ed teacher, ended my in school career as a principal in a school for gifted kids. But it's really fun for me to be working with kids when we talk about mm -hmm. what it takes to be a judge. Uh, last week I was in Philly and I met with a group of 10th grade uh, filmmaking students. Um, and that was was fun. So you have to remind the kids when they're judging. I usually ask them, what's the last movie they saw? And if it's a younger yeah. kid, it's probably, a, you know, Frozen or Encanto or, you know, a Disney film. And I remind them that what they're judging is not a Disney film. Uh, mm -hmm. What they're judging is the hard work of kids their own age. And they need to be gentle, you know, and sweet in the way they look at the films. Um, but they also need to be rigorous and, you know, what they base their, yeah. their rating uh, of the film in various areas. So that part of it is really fun, too, is teaching kids to be critical viewers um so that's where we are i appreciate yeah. the opportunity to remind all the girl dads out there uh and anybody mm -hmm. else who's smart enough to listen to your podcast uh that you know this is a, a great opportunity and lord only knows how many countries might be involved in sending films in this year yeah well, Alan, it's it's always great to talk to you. Thank you so much for what you're doing. I just love the whole idea of having films that tell us tell a message, tell a story, and an opportunity to connect too. And I, we just had a family movie night this past weekend, and we watched the Pixar movie Elemental. And that's oh, yeah. a great girl dad movie. So highly recommend that if you haven't seen it. Uh, it's about the different elements trying to get along in this sort of New York style environment with all the, all the different kinds of uh, personalities and, and things. Um, but we had a really great discussion afterwards, just my family and talking about like the different challenges and the daughter who's growing up and wants to do her own thing. But the father who wants to leave his store entrusted to his daughter and just those different kinds of things, balancing expectations, balancing dreams and hopes um, and wanting to be proud uh, of 
of your kids and and wanting that approval from your parents. I think there's so many amazing messages that we can explore in movies and just the medium of film, I think is so beautiful. So thank you so much for what you're doing. And again, I want to encourage everyone out there to uh, check out the festival and, and definitely just uh, try to make something, even if it's it's not necessarily for the festival. But um, there's so many things that I try to make um, that are just for my family, <laughs> and and it's so fun just looking back at all of those uh, things that we do uh, because we're doing it with love for our family. So the only other thing I'd love to say, Matt, is to give credit to the logo behind me. It's uh, designed by an 11 year old. Uh, girl in New York City. Uh, oh, wow. And when we talked about lights, camera, and you usually say action, and she said, no, lights, camera, daddy. <laughs> and that was completely her idea. Uh, and so Anna May is her name. She's from Taiwan, uh, lives in New York City, and uh, she gets full credit for what you see behind me, which is, uh, our logo. I love that. Yeah. And to your point too, like fatherhood, um, or like when you become a father, sometimes like, as you described, it is a biological act, but daddying is an action that you have to do and pour into it every day. Um, and it's a really great gift when you like see yourself, um, in that pivotal role versus, uh, yeah, (laughs) just, just as like a definition. So you may remember, Matt, that underneath my signature, when we exchange emails, it says, uh, dadding is not just who you are. It's also what you do. Yeah. So (laughs) that's great. You you just said it. So that's great. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. uh, Kaylee, Nora and Maggie. (laughs) Thank you. And and thank you so much for my audience listening to Girl Dad Nation. Please share this episode with a friend. Check out the links in the description where you can find more about the Daddying Film Festival and Forum. And again, encourage you to submit a film. And I hope to share my film uh, with the world. (laughs) So check that out. And uh, yeah, until next time, go be a dad. One last thing, if you've made it this far, thank you. You are the loyalist of listeners. So I want to tell you about my offer to new monthly supporters. If you join Girl Dad Nation for as little as $3 a month, I will give you a shout out in a future episode and send you a Girl Dad Nation magnet that looks great on a car or fridge. So you can rep the nation at home or on the go. Simply click support the show in the episode description to join today. Thank you.